Welcome back to Twice Upon a Time. This time, Roger and I watched Season 4, Episode 7, The Snow Queen. As always, we'll start off with a synopsis. I just, this is, this was hard, so sorry. Um, in Arendelle, a young Ingrid discovers she has ice powers when she kills a man who is attacking her sisters. As she grows older, she becomes more isolated and fearful of her powers. The sisters travel to the Enchanted Forest to ask Rumpelstiltskin for a way to contain Ingrid's powers. Despite her sisters urging her not to, Ingrid gives up their sentimental ribbons for gloves to contain her magic and an urn to contain her, should it be necessary. Back in Arendelle, Duke Wesselton, Helga's suitor, tries to attack Ingrid. Helga defends Ingrid, but Ingrid's attempts to stop the Duke result in Helga's death. When Gerda finds Helga dead, she traps Ingrid in the urn and asks the rock trolls to erase Helga and Ingrid from the memories of everyone in Arendelle. In Storybrooke, the heroes capture the Snow Queen. During her interrogation, Ingrid needles at Emma until her powers get out of control. The Snow Queen escapes, and an accident caused by Emma's magic elicits fear from her family, causing Emma to run. Meanwhile, Ingrid makes a deal with Rumple for her sister's ribbons, offering him the last piece of information he needs to sever himself from the dagger. Roger, what do you think of this episode? I wish the Rock Trolls could erase my memory if I've ever watched this episode in pretty much this entire season. Yeah, this is a bad episode. This is a bottom five episode. There's, like, a lot of really bad lines and line delivery in this episode, which I feel like sometimes, like, the saving grace of a bad episode is, like, really good lines. Yeah. Or, Not like... today. Or even, like, you know, like, some of Pan's lines were really cheesy. But he delivered them in such a menacing way that you were kind of like... Yeah. All right, well done, man. Or Regina, right? He has, she has some really bad lines, but you're like, hey, still terrifying. Yeah, this is... This is actually an impressive level of bad all around. And that there's so much happening. Like, yes, I guess there's only two plots. Like, there's an A plot and a B plot, but the A plot has like three subplots, and that's just a lot. Well, and also, I started to pick up on this. This is basically almost just a bad redo of the season three B plot, almost beat for beat. We have a woman whose power is misunderstood, and people like her family look at her like a monster. Oh yeah, we just did that shit in three B. Or, like, Hook is in a position where he's backed against the corner and forced to work for the villain? Oh, yeah, we just did that shit. The last half, like, why are we doing this? I don't mind using, like, a story B as a landmark to see how the characters have grown. Like, we talked about with Regina. Like, last time she lost her true love, she reacted in, like, a murderous rage. So it was kind of interesting to see how she'd react to lose Robin. But there was some time in between those things. We went from 3B to 4A, and we're redoing the same shit. Also, like, the, the characters aren't even reacting in a way that is consistent with who they've shown us to be. Well, and, yes, and we don't have very much time to get to know them anyway, but yeah, like, the characters are, like, how I don't know about we... the ones that we know, like Snow White oh, and uh-huh. David. And, like, we, we've got a pretty good foundation of who they are in this episode. They're like, okay, for the purpose of this one lesson, we're going to have them act very differently than they ever have before. It's just, it's bad. And not to mention the whole flashback, I could give a shit less about all of those characters. Yep. Other than Rumple. Rumple's the best part of the flashback. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed on that. Um, well, you want to start with this uh, flashback? I suppose. Okay, let's talk about... Alright, so, princesses. One is to be queen. You are out hanging out in Arendelle. Am I honestly to believe that these three little girls, none of them older than the age of ten... Ingrid might have been 12, but yeah. Tiny are allowed to just go roam by themselves with no knights, no guards, no parents. So much so that a man is almost able to abduct them? Yeah, I don't... I don't know. Also, I think there's, like, something terribly wrong when the best actor in that scene is not the adult man or the two older girls, but it's the smallest child. Everyone else in that scene delivered all of their lines like they were made of wood. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. But it was so cartoonish. Yeah. Like, honestly, You're he, a monster. He was trying to take us. He's the monster. He could have been curling his mustache. Yeah. And been like, ah, I've got three little girls. Like, it was just so <laughs> stupid. And I will say his kick to Ingrid was fucking brutal. Yeah. Front kicked her ass in the chest. I was like, what the hell, dude? Dude. Also, uh, he had a kite. So he saw these girls from a ways away and lured them in like bait. So I think 
they were using the kite. Like it was broke. Like they found it. It was flying. I know, and I think they were flying it, weren't they? Uh, I thought it was. I thought he was flying it, and they were chasing the kite. Okay, well that's even worse. I don't know. That's terrible. But the way he makes it sound like uh, like it's not a big deal. You broke my kite because I've got my eyes on a bigger prize. That he was essentially baiting them in. Oh my god, that's terrible. Pretty creepy. They they really do unfortunately in this episode overplay the whole like evil creepy man tries to like assault you or it's like a, it's yeah. like twice the, and I'm like yeah we get it but like why I don't there's a lot of weird jumps well because then we, we like so there's this this incident when they're children I understand like it would be traumatic for even even someone who was attacking you to kill someone when you were 12 years old like I get it nah um but not in that situation because she didn't so well she it, also didn't like directly kill she like ice like right here fine but like what she actually did was she got kicked and then she hit the tree it's almost like again like Zelina's thing where the yeah. tree was falling and then but Zelina intentionally as a baby moved that thing out of the way she like hit the tree the tree branch fell and the dumbass got killed by a tree branch. I guess but then as an adult where like Ingrid has it seems like she's chosen to isolate herself because she's afraid of her powers and we have like no in-between evidence of like issues happening with her powers or like her not being able to control them like she seems perfectly in control of her powers actually in all of the conversations that we see in the ball like during before the ball um i don't know that that is true i think what we are meant to get out of that scene with the children is that when her emotions are heightened she can't control her powers so she just like doesn't have any emotions ever which would explain her acting yes but i mean like actually it does make sense because when she goes to the ball she's overcome by some emotions and her powers kind of freak out Uh uh-huh so it would make sense actually to isolate herself as i said before what you should do with elsa just to make sure she's not in a situation where her powers go out of control but i think that just makes it worse yeah but it this is the part I don't think you understand. That, like, as a queen, your responsibility is to the entire kingdom. Well, she also doesn't have to be the queen. Like, I don't understand why it's she's true. like, I'm going to run away. It's like, well, you could just abdicate the throne. But even <laughs> if she abdicates the throne, then the next queen still has the same responsibility to protect the entire group of people from a potential threat. Now, they should have gone to Rumpel much sooner and just put the fucking gloves on. That's that's the or like learn how to control your powers. She didn't want to learn how to control them. I know, and I don't really understand why. Like she just like instantly jumps. But her first use of them is killing someone. Yeah, I guess. So I could get being, and it's not unreasonable to say like I don't want to fuck with this. Like let's just neutralize the problem. It's not all that unreasonable for someone not to want to deal with it because it is a big responsibility to have magic. Yeah, great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Um. And her sisters seem like they're here to support her, and she's just like, I'm afflicted. It's like, okay. Well. Okay, dark lady. Most people do choose magic. Like, Rumpel chose the power of the dark run. Regina chose to learn magic. Cora chose to learn magic. The only two people that I know, the three people I know who didn't choose it are these three. Elsa, Emma, and Ingrid. It was given to them. So everybody else got to make a conscious decision. They're like, I want this power. Yeah. I guess Zelina also, I mean, she had it as a baby. Zelina's also the same way, though. Yeah. Zelina's a little bit different, though, because she had control of it from a young age. Like, we actually never see her not in control of her power. Yeah. Even as a baby, she's able to move the tree away. Yeah. Well, and even when she, if she couldn't do something, it wasn't like it, it was out of control. She just didn't. She just lacked the ability to do it, which is very different than, like, I'm doing something unintentionally. Um, So they go to the Dark Castle to ask for Rumpel's help. I love when they say, we heard that you were the greatest collector of magic in all the land. And he does this little, like, oh, stop. like hand wave. Oh, stop. Just that. the way he does it, too, because it's so... <laughs> Rumpel's funny moments as the Dark One always make me just laugh, because he's just, like, too much. Um, oh, let's talk about the ball, because we skipped that part. That was the part that actually spurns Ingrid to do this. Mm-hmm. The ball was interesting because no one mentions... Like, the dad doesn't even seem concerned that his daughter, who is to be queen, nowhere to be found? Yeah, I think we're just supposed to believe this is sort of, like, the status quo. But, like, nobody even says, like, oh, I see that Ingrid's decided to stay in her room again or anything like that. Well, and, like, to my knowledge, you can't just shirk your royal responsibilities. Like, everything we've seen about royals, right? It's always been, like, you have a duty. You have to do this. I would at least be okay if maybe the dad knew what was up and he's like, yeah, we're just going to let her, like, chill. 
But instead, it's like they just somehow keep everyone in the dark, and the king's just like, okay, sounds good. Maybe yeah. it's not here. Like, mm, doubtful. Yeah. I don't know. That All of that, incredibly underdeveloped. And I don't really know that I want them to develop it more, but... Yeah, that's the problem, is that <laughs> it's underdeveloped, but I also don't care enough to get more. Yeah. Just go away. Weaselton. <laughs> Weaselton. Weaselton. Weaselton, yeah. Is he in the movie? Yeah. Is he a bad guy in the movie? I wouldn't say he's, like, a villain, but he's, like... He's kind of like an ineffectual boob. Sure, but there's like ineffectual boob like Jar Jar Binks, and then there's like ineffectual boob like the guy who works with um, Emperor's New Groove. Cronk? Yeah. Cronk? Like, right? Cronk? Cronk? I think Cronk is the football player. Cronk! <laughs> but right, so like good side, bad side, you kind of know which side they're on, but they're both ineffectual boobs. But yeah, he doesn't like help the villain. He's like comic relief in the movie. But he's, like, not a nice person. Okay, so he's a bad guy. He's just not, yeah. like, uh, he's not the antagonist. Yeah. He's just a doofus. Um, I mean, his entire thing in the movie is just to say, like, it's pronounced Wesselton. He just, just like he does yeah. here. Is that mm-hmm. supposed to be the big payoff? Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about Rumple now, the only good part of this episode? Yes. Okay, great. Um, so he offers them this stuff, which he just has laying around. He just has it there. He's been waiting for them. He knew they were coming. It's nice that we know <laughs> that he is the one who originated with the urn. Yeah, I wonder where he got it. Yeah, that's a good question. I, mean, I wonder if it would work on him. That's a good I was going to ask that. Like, if they had opened it, would it have trapped him? Yeah. Probably not. Rumble wouldn't keep something like that that could hurt him just in plain sight. But usually he keeps it in his vault that's true but there aren't many things that could hurt like the dagger you almost never know where the dagger is at that's true so he's and he's <laughs> except when it's in his exceptionally long inside pocket the dagger isn't as big as you thought it was it's really big we looked this up i know it's not it's not, i thought it was like 18 inches but it's still i mean most inside pockets are like not that big they're like this big they're like wallet sized are you uh, do you have an extensive knowledge? I think he actually just puts it in his breast pocket in his jacket. Right. Which allows it to go up his jacket. It doesn't have to be contained in the pocket. It's just holding in the pocket. It's just up here. Like, if I put a ruler in there, the whole thing isn't in the pocket. Just at the bottom is, and it's just going up my chest. That seems very safe. I'm the dark one. It's safe <laughs> enough. I mean, I wouldn't have the dagger out there just with me unless I was using it either. I would take my sh- have my shadow pull it away. But Sure. Um... I did like Rumpel's line, sometimes with enough love, ordinary objects can come to possess a kind of magic. True love. True love. Love that is not romantic love. Sister love. It is imbued in these ribbons, which her sisters beg her not to give up, and she gives them up for the stuff. Um, I kind of feel like... Could that have produced what he was looking for? I don't know. Maybe, but probably not because he needed... Because they wouldn't produce a child. Yeah, that's true. So like, but he, he needed no. he needed to put a drop of it on there, so that they like the result the the result of their true love would become the savior. Mm. But if he had the true love, couldn't he have made someone else the savior, like Elsa? Maybe. Yeah. But I don't know if that would have because like the combination of their true yeah. love doesn't like create Elsa. I mean, I don't. I think this ham-fisted season was created long after like they didn't plan for this so probably not but well and i kind of feel like because we we keep having these scenes where rumple in previous episode where rumple comes to her and it it's like it like seems like he wants something but like and it seems like she wants something but we don't quite know what it is and i feel like this was supposed to be like it's the ribbons but i just i was like this is not a big reveal at all this is nothing what is happening it, the yeah it the only interesting part of that is hook being like how come you don't this villain doesn't seem to want to kill you which is a good question <laughs> cora wanted to kill him zelina wanted to kill him pan wanted to kill him yeah that's a good question hook wanted to kill him like everybody who comes to town usually is here to kill the dark one yeah regina doesn't well sometimes she does but she doesn't she knows that she can't regina doesn't want to kill him regina <laughs> wants to torment him yeah um, but she also didn't. But for come. some reason, doesn't do it with the one thing that she had that would have worked. Yeah, I think she also knows better than you uh, incur the Dark One's wrath intentionally. 
Yeah. As she finds out what happens afterwards. <laughs> or he's incur his wraith. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. That was funny. Thank you. Good job. Appreciate it. Um, anything else on Rumpel? Um, the gloves we see for the first time. Yeah, the gloves. Which, again, I, I know you don't agree with this, but like, just make her wear the gloves all the time. I have no problem with this. Like, until you have a solution, isolate the problem. Well, and that also, like, why wasn't she wearing, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying, like, this is the solution, but if she has decided this is yeah. what the solution is, why isn't she just wearing the gloves? I don't know. And We're, why, why all of a sudden, when we go back to Arendelle, is she dressed like the, the evil Snow Queen? Like, before she was wearing, like, yeah, you know. Made clothing, actually. Norwegian clothing. Yeah. Uh, and now all of a sudden she wears queenly garb with cleavage. Maybe she's accepted her right as queen? queen. I don't know. Maybe, but she's holding the gloves, but she's not wearing them. It's also kind of sad that she walks around carrying that urn all the time, just in case someone needs to put her in it. I don't know, man. Also, the like, God, the Weaselton dude, like, not compelling like really stupid like so he knew about her power and that's why he wanted to make out with her he she was mysterious helga would never have to know i'm like what the fuck man what's wrong with you well like this doesn't even that's not even a convincing cheating plot well and it like it would make a lot more sense actually if he wanted to marry Ingrid because she's supposed to be the queen. Bingo. <laughs> like i just don't understand. <laughs> if his whole thing was i want to be king so I only used your sister to get close to you. I'd buy that. The mysterious flower angle, I'm just like, what? And you're not like smooth. Like Jonathan could have pulled this off, if we're being honest. This weasel? The gardener. Also, I'm fairly certain this is the same gazebo that we see Jonathan and also the Bo Peep gazebo. It's just like the gazebo. It's also the same boring ass plot as Jonathan and Cora. Yeah. I mean, it. Why we're reusing all these story beats from a half season ago is fascinating to me. But... I don't know, man. And then, so, okay. He tries to kiss you. You pushed him off. We're good here. Why? And then, she, you... and then she says, don't tell anyone. Because, like, it makes it sound like she used his magic. It's like, or I shoved you and you fell down. Yeah. Like, just deny that you used your magic. I will say the one good thing I liked about this scene is that the sister doesn't do the dumb thing that most, like, <coughs> excuse me, people would walk into and be like, you were cheating. And she's like, yeah, I know my sister. Yeah. You lying son of a bitch. Like, hey, look at that. Somebody intelligent. And then that's where the smart ends. Yeah. I don't really understand, like, what. I, 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 I just, like, don't really understand, like, why what happened had to happen. You know why what happened? Because they lack the ability to pull the trigger. You know how I would have solved that problem? Let's just freeze this bitch right now and be done with him. Let's throw him in that lake. Also, like, there were two of them. Mm -hmm. Like, they could have just... He's not big. Like, they could have just, like, drug him up to the castle. Yep. Or froze his ass <laughs> and drug him up to the castle. Or, I don't know, just call for their guards. Or punch him. Do anything. And then why does he step in front to save him? I don't... I hey, don't the guy know. who just tried to assault you, I'm going to step in front. No! What are we doing here, folks? Like... And wow, what's some, but like those were some aggressive ice powers. She like turned into a popsicle. Well, and Ingrid shattered, went to kill him, I guess. But it didn't seem like she like intended to do that. Yeah, it did. She was mad. She, yeah, I guess she was. She mad. lunged at him with murderous intent. That's why she says I didn't mean to. Like it wasn't for you. It wasn't that she wasn't trying yeah. to hurt him. Well, and then Gerda shows up and doesn't do what what Helga did. Also, Gerda shows up. Says, "Where's Ingrid?" Looks at a pile of ice and somehow knows. Mm -hmm. I get if she had just seen like frozen bodies. She's like, oh my God, that's our sister. But like at the point in which you arrived, that it was just ice. You don't know. That could just be her drinking. Like I don't. This is stupid. And like what a wild reaction from Gerda. Like I, I could under... It's actually not that wild. I'm sorry. It's not that wild to go up to the rock trolls oh. and be like, bros... We need to erase that anyone has ever known that Ingrid and Helga ever existed. I thought you meant the urn thing. No. Well, I feel like what she could have done has been like, hey, Ingrid, there's this is not good. I'm going to like put you in here and we're going to like go figure this out. So like just just like hang out in this urn. Um, and instead she just decides to erase everyone's well, memories. Is, is her, fa her father has no idea that he had two additional children? Yeah, none of them know. <laughs> Paintings are just removed. Also... 
she's like, essentially, she figures out what happened without having any evidence of yeah. what's going on. Ingrid doesn't even respond with, like, I'm just going to freeze you to stop you for a second. And just takes the punishment. And her immediate response is, well, my sister was murdered with ice. I just captured my sister. Let's erase the memories. And I can't believe the rock trolls agreed to that. Like, why did they think that was a good idea? I just don't. I just don't understand. This is like... This was to reset the things back to the way Frozen is, I'm assuming, in the movie. Though. Yeah. So this is basically just cleaning up oh my God. the extra nonsense. That's insane. Um, <sighs> it's really bad. I will say, when Ingrid gets pulled into the urn, I almost cried. I didn't, hmm. because I don't care about her that much. Yeah. But it was one of the only true... Uh, acting like she was actually acting well in that scene i felt like yeah she had emotions yeah it, i mean it's just bad i don't know how to describe it with any it's not convincing these are characters i don't care about there are other characters i do care about that i wish i was getting backstory on yeah this isn't even doing a good job of tying itself into the plot of the whole Emma thing, which is usually what these flashbacks are supposed to be. Well, I feel like it's supposed to be, like, not having control of your powers, like, makes you scared. Sure. But, like, I just don't... Okay, when we get to Storybook, I'm going to explain why that makes no damn sense, considering... Because, at least in Arendelle, magic is very rare at this point. Not yeah. many people have magic. People don't know what it is. It's like a... You may have heard about it, but you've not seen it. Yeah. That isn't true in story. No, lots of people have magic. Lots of people have used to seeing magic. That, anyway. Anything else you want to talk about with that dumb nonsense? No. Um, let's go to Storybrooke, which I, there's, I don't even. <laughs> My notes are everywhere. Because the story is <laughs> everywhere. Let's just stay with Emma and the Snow Queen. Great. Her, she goes up to the, um, the clock tower. She puts a fake mirror there, which I don't think was mounted on anything, because they show like the scene where like behind it, and like there's there's nothing behind it. It's, <laughs> it's just, just floating. floating. Which all right, whatever. Maybe it's hanging from the ceiling. Or it's just a magical mirror that can float. I don't know. Um, and then she like intentionally gets captured, and no one, no one stopped to think that was too easy. Yeah, especially because like when they tried to practice with that candle beforehand, it didn't work. Yeah. And like, arguably. The Snow Queen is more powerful than Elsa. Not even arguably. Easily. She choked her out, didn't she? She trapped her in the chains. In the yeah, but she, es- she escaped and then she beat the Snow Queen. But I think that's what the Snow Queen wanted, so I don't know. And that's before she did the little zombie walk up. But, like, she's choked Regina. She choked Emma. She already choked Emma. Like, we know she's way more powerful than this. This is obviously a trap. <sighs> yeah. It's they, a trap. They should be suspicious. It's a trap! But they're really bad sheriffs. <laughs> David is doing very little sheriffing today. Elsa is deputy sheriff today. I do like that Belle immediately runs up to the mirror and is like, no, 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 no. And Hook's like, what? I look great all the time. Looks fantastic. I've been standing at this all day. I do like that his vanity is on full display lately. Yeah, no, I I like that. Also, top costume in this episode, whatever the fuck Belle was wearing, Mm -hmm. that like blue shirt, Mm -hmm. her eyes are like exploding out of her face. Because she has beautiful eyes. And there's the, the light that the lighting of that mirror is excellent. It has a beautiful light trim around the mirror, makes the eyes pop. So here's the problem with Belle. Belle is very beautiful and she's great off screen. When you like give her research, you're like, sweet. It's pretty much anything past that. I don't but I enjoy like watching the research too. Sure. But like Belle Adventures are like the last one we got was terrible. Oh, yeah, that was bad. They're, but they're, they're not always bad. Like, I thought the Mongwai in... Yep. That was great. That's probably the only one that's good. That, that doesn't require, like, her doing some ridiculously dumb nonsense to be put in danger. The one in Storybook was fine with her and Ariel in season three. Oh, yeah, that was also good. Yeah. That Though that's good. more of, like, a danger came to her type situation. Yeah. But, like, the you know, her going... But she, she's also good at... She's not just good at research. She's also good at solving puzzles. Yeah, she's good at solving puzzles. She's just bad about understanding, like, you can't do anything here, and you are a problem if you keep doing what you're trying to do. Like, she puts herself in danger unnecessarily without any way to, like, solve the problem yeah. often. Like, Snow can get out of traps. Well, and I don't understand, like, why not do more fun team-ups? I know. I don't like, know why. Like, I think we could bring Belle on an adventure, and then, like... Have her, like, solve the rock puzzle to open the door or whatever. And then be like, all right, cool. We're going to go over here and you chill. Um, but I don't, like, for some reason, that's not what we do. You know what would have been more interesting? 
Rumple and Bell actually working together this season. Yeah, that actually would be nice. Like Bell basically being the conscience saying, like, I get it, I totally understand, let's do this. And like even have Bell make some choices that she's like normally wouldn't do this, but the danger of what could be with someone else controlling the dagger is worth it. You're like, maybe she has to make some questionable decisions that she wouldn't normally agree with, but she's like like she did with Anna. She wanted the memory so badly. I mean, I honestly think that would have been a way more interesting plot yeah. in general, not just with Bell, but like with everyone. Like yeah. Rumple being like hey, this is a problem, remember, when I tried to kill you all because someone was controlling I don't think you tell everyone. I think the whole point is I think you have, like, Belle and Rumpel versus everyone. Because everyone is too much of a problem. You have to go through them. But if it's Belle and Rumpel on one side, where it's like, instead of it just being Rumpel, where they can justify, well, Rumpel's always the devil and he's evil, we know Belle's fundamentally a good person. Yeah. So there must be a good reason behind it. And then you kind of have that, like, square off between the two sides, quote-unquote. Because it's usually all of everybody but Rumple, and we're always yeah. supposed to be positioned like, well, Rumple's the bad guy. Yeah. But no, it's that's more fair. complex with Belle. Okay. Following this Emma thread. Um, well, before she gets trapped in the sheriff station, she does show up at the baby class to pick up Neil. We see a lot of characters we haven't seen in a while. Yep, sort of. I feel like we never actually see Catherine's face. We only like kind of see her face. It, I wonder if it's like just her stuff. I think double. it's a body double, <laughs> but it's so I think it's supposed to represent Catherine. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's not explicitly stated, but we both were like, "Is that Catherine?" Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, Aurora's there. Yeah, Ashley. Ashley is there. Who is Cinderella? Very underutilized character, by the way. It's really unfortunate. Um, and then Snow. Which, I feel like they made this, they tried to make this more weird than necessary. Like, oh, Snow, first-time mother. She is a first-time mother. Like, yeah. Logically, you didn't raise Emma. We all know this. We've accepted this. We've moved past this. Why are we getting all weird about this? Also, like, not just weird line delivery, but bad lines. Like, Emma says he sure has a lot of stuff. And then Snow says, well, I wanted him to give him everything. And it's like, what a weird fucking thing to say. Mm, that's actually consistent with her, though. Remember when she goes back into the um, Enchanted Forest and she's like weeping? Right. I wanted this was supposed to be yours. I wanted to give but you the, everything. But that's like a weird response to because like what what Emma means is like oh he's got a bottle he's yeah. got a diaper bag like the answer is like yeah babies require a lot of shit. Yeah, <laughs> but I think this is more so like it's it's playing off of Mary Margaret being like an overprotective helicopter mother who can't let the baby go and is trying to give him everything like she's so busy trying to cover every possible scenario that it's like. Chill. Yes, but I think what they were aiming for here... Is jealousy. Yes, and I was just like, that's ridiculous. Um, Emma's jealous of a baby getting yeah. a stroller and a bottle and Yes. <laughs> that's essentially what I was supposed to get out of that. And I was like... Like, she she, she truly was just making a joke mm-hmm. about how babies have a lot of shit. And mm-hmm. Snow made it weird. <laughs> As Snow often does. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and then the... Emma's magic malfunctions, the bottle starts to boil, and... Because she's heated? I'm actually not really sure what that is about. I don't know. It seems to imply, at least later in the episode, that she was getting pissed. Yeah, I but guess. I don't... So she, she was jealous? She didn't really jealous? seem pissed to no. me. Though, I guess she was listening to Snow describe all the stuff she was doing for Neil, and maybe like reminding her of what she didn't... I don't... I guess. Um, not a good... And then good. Snow pulls away when Emma tries to take the baby. Um, which I think is why... The not w- unreasonably. No, not unreasonably. Um, although, like, it, you also could have just said something like, oh, let's hold on a second until you uh, make sure you're... Well, <laughs> there's two logical arguments here. One, you were just supercharging the bottle, so, like, calm down, hot stove. And yeah. two, we already know Mary Margaret won't even let David hold the baby. Yeah. So, like, we have two logical answers for this, and we go with the third answer of, oh, no, I'm scared of you, my daughter. Like, Yeah, but instead, like, it just fuels the Ingrid's words later when she says, like, you've never seen them flinch. You've never seen them pull away from you. Okay. Let's because I mentioned this earlier. That whole thing is the dumbest fucking plot point in this entire episode. Yes, I would get it if these people didn't grow up with Regina, Rumple, and all the goddamn magic they've seen in Storybrooke and the Enchanted Forest. Why would they be afraid of them as magic? It's not even unusual for them to see magic anymore. They, Regina was trying to kill Snow White for like a decade. I, I also don't... Like, I, I'm not saying that I don't buy that Emma's powers could be out of control, but we've actually never seen that before. Like, usually when she can't control her powers... Magic just doesn't work. 
Like, it just, like, she just, like, can't do a thing. It's not like she's, like, her magic is going haywire and her, she's boiling bottles randomly or knocking over light poles. Yeah, I mean, this isn't a character who shows a lot of emotion most of the time. Yeah. Which, this is one of the rare times we're actually getting emotion. But we've gotten other examples of emotion where powers didn't go haywire. Right. Like, when she goes, actually, I think at the end of Snow Drifts, isn't it that, like, he's able to get her emotions going, which gets her powers, like, working? I think he gets her to believe that they can work. Yeah. But it's weird. They, like, were short charred or, like, not working because she didn't want them. Or I don't remember yeah. what the logic was. And now they're just on overdrive? I, yeah, I don't know. And I guess, I mean, she has been, like, practicing magic a little bit. Sure. So, like, I understand that she's, like, getting more powerful or whatever. But, but even in the end, Why couldn't we have be... seen this before this episode? Like, even one time. Yeah, like, they're pretty, <laughs> like the fight against Korra, her power should have been going supercharged. Yeah. But that was a fight where, like, Snow White was about to die. And instead of them going crazy, she just steps in front and blocks it. Like, that, this isn't even consistent with what we know from Emma. <sighs> or, at least show, like, put her in a really heightened state of panic. And then her things go crazy. Like, I would buy that. Well, and at the beginning, Elsa... But they don't supercharge when she falls down the bridge. When Regina messes with I her. I know, she just, fi- she just fixes it. Builds a bridge. Yeah. This is stupid. Um... Uh, Elsa also starts to get angry, like, immediately when they're talking to the Snow Queen. And Emma says, don't let your emotions cloud your judgment. And then immediately does that herself. Yeah. Ridiculous. Also, God, how how many times do we have to pretend like she has a superpower? Uh, well, I don't think... The lying one. I know. I, I think the... the the, she wasn't actually trying to get her to use it or pretend like she has it. I think she was trying to draw on the fact that she knows that it exists. I know. She, Emma told her about it. When but she it's was the a kid. fact that, like, Emma thinks she still has it. Like, at some point, we need to hear Emma just admit, I'm not actually. Like, even Neil was like, Yeah, you think you. Like, he didn't even buy that. Well, and, like, this, clearly the Snow Queen wanted to be here the whole time. So, like, how did she not figure that out immediately? Because she has no ability to tell a lie. <clears throat> and I feel like they're trying to make. The Snow Queen really good at, like, verbal sparring, and she's just completely falling flat at this. Well, this is just a flaw of the actors. Like, this would be... Re- someone who's good at... Like, Regina would have been good in this scene. Yes, she Grumpel would have. would have been good at this scene. Because they're good at kind of, like, playing off of you. But, like, because of the flat delivery, in my opinion, like, this is not where a cold delivery works. This is where I actually think you should be much more over the top. Well... And I, like, why did Emma get so angry? Like, I just don't, I like, I just don't understand. Like, when she's like, they love me. I'm like, okay, like, why are you so mad? Well, she, like, if the Snow Queen had maybe played off of something like, you killed Neil. I could see that maybe, like, pulling some emotions out. But, like, it was your powers that killed Neil. And mm-hmm. forever they're going to look at you as the person who murdered your father, your son's father. But she doesn't. All she does is, like, say some generic... It's like fortune cookie nonsense. It, yeah. I, you're just like me. They're going to look at you, and they're going to turn on you. They're going to see you as a monster. And I'm like, but but we know they don't. Yeah. We, we literally know they don't. Like, we factually all know this. They literally have forgiven a true monster in Regina. So I'm supposed to believe that they're okay with Regina, but they'd be like, no, Emma, stay away from us. Like, Regina's murdered how many people? It's stupid. It's really bad. I will say one of the only other true expressions of emotion from Ingrid I saw is when Emma's powers go haywire and she gets excited. I was like, hey, look at, you're like acting and stuff. <laughs> and then, yeah, she like, Emma apparently has the ability to blow up a building? Blow yeah. a hole in a building? We've never even seen that kind of power before. I don't know. Um, and then she's like trying to get everyone to stay away because she's freaked out. I do like Rumbles where I guess she didn't need my help after all. <laughs> um... And then oh, she is... makes the lights go weird. Well, she like backhands. And the light pull like falls over? Well, no. She made the electricity spark, which uh-huh. then she popped something. I mean, it's a dumb confluence of events, but it caused the light pole to fall. David saves Hook. Yep. I think that was a big deal. For some reason, he didn't then step out of the way. But... Well, he was going to use his Captain America strength and grab it. Uh-huh. But then he realized he's not actually Captain America for this scene, and then it just hit him. So he hit him in the head. Instead of just, I don't know, taking a step to the right. Yeah, I just feel like there wasn't enough buildup of Emma not being in control of her powers and her family freaking out about it. And like, then her reaction no was over the top, and then Snow's reaction is over the top. Like, Emma, like, 
No. It's not like she did that on purpose. Well, I think the pulling away is a reasonable thing to be like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. I think that, like, you saw what happened. No no logical person would be like, Emma, this is your fault. I don't know. This was stupid. There are many times in which I think Snow White does a good job of chastising Emma. Like, when she kidnapped Henry and was going to abandon him, she's like, no, you're his mother. Mm-hmm. You figure it out. This this was just bad all around. It was really bad. It was. Um... Well, and then back in the loft, they, like, have looked for Emma for a long time. She's just kind of, like, In this town that literally has an ice wall. So there's a fine... And she's in a yellow bug. In a fine (laughs) amount of places that one can be, they just gave up. Yeah, I guess. Um, I get it if she left town, but she didn't. Well, and Snow finally is like, David, we failed today. When our daughter needed us the most, she looked in our eyes and all she saw was fear. So she, like finally is admitting that but that's stupid charming charming isn't even afraid of like fire in the room when he jumps through it to be with snow yeah and snow white isn't afraid of an ogre like snow white isn't afraid of regina and regina actually had murderous intent but i'm supposed to believe that she was afraid of their daughter yeah i don't know these are there are some like the townspeople being afraid of her i would buy i do not buy that the avengers essentially are afraid of little old emma yeah. I can't suspend disbelief to this degree. Also, like, why wouldn't they... I just don't understand why the solution isn't ask Regina for help. Or Rumple. Or Rumple. But, like, Regina has been working with Emma on her magic. So you, why not be like, hey, Regina, uh, this is not In fairness, Regina's busy. Sure. And also asking Regina to help the woman that just screwed her. She would, though. You don't know that. Yeah, they, they, had, a, they had a moment recently that you don't know that <laughs> you do know that you can make a deal with rumple mm-hmm. you, if anybody knows how to get rid of powers it's probably rumple but you have two options instead we just go with ah <laughs> i don't know um okay can we be done with the snow queen well now snow we queen the and snow queen and rumple is the last part well we still need to talk about regina and Ron. yeah okay yeah snow queen and rumple yeah that was supposed to be like a big confrontation reveal but not really a confrontation yeah um i feel like rumple has some of the only good lines in this entire episode as someone who'd made who's made many monsters in his time i'm impressed by the number you did on miss swan good and uh when she's uh, asking about leaving town he says well they did close down the ice cream parlor i was so fond that of. was a great line <laughs> that was a great line um and for once there was a secret, and they didn't tell us what it was immediately. Good job. <laughs> Loved it. Love that they didn't tell us exactly what it was. She wanted those damn ribbons, though. So it's funny. I feel like this is one of those scenes where if you don't understand energy, you probably would have thought that these two have energy. But they very clearly don't, in my opinion. Not that kind of energy. They have combative energy, but not like she's clearly not after him. He clearly has no interest in her. It's just a matter of what they can do for one another. But they do play it if you look at, like, the positioning of how close they get to each other's faces and they zoom in on the camera. Like, you definitely kind of see that, like, oh, this is one of those soapy moments. It's like, no, that's not what they're going for. Yeah. I also, I feel like we kind of gloss over something here that maybe would have been interesting, which is Ingrid had this hat for a long time. Mm -hmm. This hat that can remove powers, Mm -hmm. which is what she wanted earlier in the, Mm -hmm. like, I... Like what? Maybe I want more. Maybe of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, understanding the hat and being able to use the hat could be two different things. True, but it's not. She she doesn't. Or I, I mean, I don't know what she wants now. But mm. earlier in the flashback, she didn't want to like keep her powers. Yeah, she, she wanted, wanted to not have them. Yeah, that's true. Um. So like, was she? investigating the hat did she have the hat because she wanted to remove yeah. her powers like I, and we just never talked i about suspect that. as i said before there's a specific type of power it can take mm. and it's not hers yeah that could be yeah i also don't know that she was able she had it but i don't know if she was able to open it that could be true yeah all right um we have regina and robin and regina and henry i just put that as the regina. and robin and will robin and will is a separate section which i thought i actually thought this scene was Pretty good. Me too. Um, <laughs> Have I ever told you about how I met Marion? Two dozen times. 
tells the story. 2001. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if you've ever had a drunk friend that you've been oh, with. Oh, totally. Very relatable here. Like This dude, is my mom. I know. <laughs> I know. We love you, but we know. Um, this is like... Everybody has those friends that have big emotions. Like, Snow White is a big emotion person. Yeah. Where it's like, she desperately wants to push it. Yeah. And David is more like me, where it's like, don't push it. I don't want to talk about this. Uh-huh. She's like, no, we need to we need to have, like, the feelings. Robin is like a in-between, where he's got big emotions, but he's he's smart enough to keep them to himself until the alcohol takes off his filter. Mm-hmm. And then Will's like, you do this every time. <laughs> I've heard this story two dozen. So I'm sure every time he gets in a mood, he starts drinking and starts telling this damn story. It's true. Also, I think this is a very good line. Mate, if you find someone you love enough to ruin your entire life for, it's always worth it. A poignant line. Yeah. And very appropriate for the show. Yeah. Good bonding. I also like that we find out that Will, I knew they had beef. I didn't know that he betrayed them for a woman. I believe the woman in question is Alice. I don't think it's Alice. I think it is. I think it's that other woman that's the queen. Queen of hearts? No, there's like another person. The red queen? Yeah. I didn't think he was in love with her. I he haven't was. seen this show in a long time. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've only watched five of the episodes, so oh. I haven't finished it, but right. I'm pretty sure it's her. Could be her. Okay. So jumping back to Robin and Regina. Um, he's, he, he, he's, he's walking around with big emotions and he wants to talk about them before he's even drunk, actually. He wanders into Regina's loft. I don't know if he wants to talk about it, but he's like, I don't know what to do. Emotions everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because he's essentially being told he has to force true love, which just isn't going to work. Yeah. Like, I think the problem is that Regina exists. Yeah. But you can't undo that. Right. So Marion's stuck. Well, and I feel bad, like, Regina's like, this is torture. Like, please stop doing this. Fair point. <laughs> Very fair point. Um, but then he comes back anyway. I mean, his choice is fundamentally right. Yeah. Like, it's a waste of time to deny the truth. Like, we can... He, uh, this is the problem with, like, inflexible codes. Is that they force you to do things without context. Yeah, you can be a good and honorable man and you made a promise to your wife, but your wife died. Yeah. You didn't, no one logically plans for their wife showing up after the dead of, how long has she been gone? Roll into six? Seven? Five? He's like four or five. Okay, so he's four or five. So she's, he's been without her for four or five years because he was cursed, I'm assuming? Yeah. Not really sure the timeline on them because they were in the Enchanted Forest. Yeah, he was never, he wasn't part of the first curse. No, but he didn't age. Neither did Roland. Yeah, he must have gotten trapped in the curse, trapped I Trapped in the curse, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess they were just like... Was he in Kor's bubble, He maybe? had to have been. Yeah. Because otherwise, how would yeah. Roland have not aged? I don't know. Because we see Roland with Marion. I think we're thinking about this too hard. No, <laughs> my point is, it's been a significant amount yes. of time at this point that you can just move on, man. Yeah. Well, and it's not like... I mean, this town is full of people that, like, got trapped up in a curse and, like, they, you know, it's been a while since they, and they did have fake memories, which she doesn't have. But, like, just because he doesn't, he's not with her doesn't mean that he can't, like, help her and, like, have her be part of their family with their son. Like, they're the, it doesn't just have to be like, well, I choose Regina, so you have to die now. I mean, she's going to die anyway. If they can't fix it, she's dead. That's right. Like, she's just, it's over. She's yeah. Gone. Like, it resets the, the timeline the way it's supposed to be. She did. Yeah. I don't know. Again, it's like this whole agony over this situation. Like, there's an easy choice. Yeah. Like, she just goes back to being dead. Well, and, I mean, at one point their plan was, let's get the Snow Queen to fix it. So Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe they'll be able to get the Snow Queen to fix it. And if they don't, like, fine. Yeah. I don't know. (sighs) Yeah. This is Again, this is a character that, like, I don't care about. So her being frozen solid isn't meaningful to me. Whereas if this were like Regina Frozen Solid, we'd be like, well, no, you gotta save Regina. Yeah, it's true. Um, We get a nice, cute Regina and Henry scene and some more talk about Operation Mongoose. Yeah, not enough Operation Mongoose. Not enough Operation Mongoose ever. We're in episode seven. Yeah. And we have barely gotten anything about one of the two interesting plots. That's just not good. I also feel like we spent no time on this line, which I think is incredibly meaningful. 
But the next time a happy ending knocks on my mm-hmm. door, I'm going to be ready. Because, mm-hmm. like, Tinkerbell knocked on her door and was like, yo, here's a happy ending. And she was like, ah! Because mm-hmm. she ran away from a chair. <laughs> yeah. No, um, so she's ready. Yep. Um, and she's trying to move on. And boy, is Robin making that hard. Um, and Henry is trying to sneak around the shop. And him and Rumpel are cute. Always. <laughs> yeah, I wish we got more of the connection between like you're my son's son yeah it's kind of sweet when he jokes with him we don't get no we don't get enough enough of that bond which i think would make some of the things that happen later more interesting yeah i agreed yeah and also i'm i'm unsure why henry himself isn't just like up front with rumple and being like hey i need help in this book you don't have to say why and make up another story yeah. like or actually like i even said when we were watching it i want to see if i can bring my dad back that's definitely a thing that... And even Rumpel's talking to him like, oh, you just have to accept it, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, I don't accept this. Well, and even if Rumpel doesn't want to tell Henry why, he also could use the author to mm-hmm. f- fix this problem. Maybe. Probably. Or even just, like, teach him yeah. about, like, yeah, you have to accept loss. Like, there could be a real bond Oh, here. I'm not necessarily talking about Neil. Like, the hat thing. Yeah. Like, if he wants to sep- keep his power and separate himself from the dagger, maybe the author can fix that. Again, though, if the author doesn't want to, then you've got a new enemy. I guess. You don't think the Rumple can defeat the author? I don't think he wants to. Ha- you don't get to being Rumple by consistently having to deal with threats you don't need to. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Like, why create another problem unnecessarily? Now, maybe if he has leverage over the author, that'd be one thing. Anything else before we talk about favorite moment? Um, I like we get a little small piece of uh, what Rumple wants to be able to do. He wants to be able to leave Storybrooke without losing his power. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about cleaving the dagger. It's about, mm-hmm. I want to go anywhere in the world. I don't want just Storybrooke. Because he's trapped, and I don't think he likes being trapped. Mm-hmm. Which is like, oh, I wonder what Rumpel would do completely on, off his tether. Well, I mean, obviously they're all trapped now because of the ice wall. But, but he wouldn't be. But he also isn't. He yeah. could just leave. He just wouldn't have power. But that's, he's trapped. Okay. <laughs> I know you don't understand this concept, but, like, most people don't. Like, if I'm rich, I'm not just going to intentionally go somewhere where I go poor. That's stupid. That's just stupid. But he's still rich. Okay, but um, rich is an analogy for power. I understand. But, like, he still has power because he's rich. It's not the same. (laughs) It's not the same. He also has a limp. You have to remember that, like, there's going to be physical pain that comes back here. That's true. All right. Favorite moment. I have two. I also have two. I wonder if they're the same. Uh, I bet one's the hand wave. Nope, it's not. Okay, go. My first one is uh, when Henry and Regina are talking, and he says, what's wrong? And she, like, kind of looks at him weird, and he says, you were turning through the book with your scary face on. Yep. Good moment. (laughs) Great moment. I love that he knows his mom so well. I I love that he knows his mom so well, and that he, like, now trusts, like, yep, she's scary and mad, but she's not going to, like, fucking freak out. It's interesting to me that, like, I felt like the previous seasons, we did a lot of Henry and Emma. And now it even seems like they're not even, like, together at all. I know. I can't. Well, probably because he doesn't want to see a teenager and he doesn't want to sleep in a loft that doesn't have any fucking doors. I can't let it go, Roger. <laughs> let it go. Oh, boy. So, he, so when he said he missed his room, he was literally talking about having privacy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rumpel's hand wave, obviously. That's just a good one. one of the, you know, them like, oh, I hear you're the greatest collector of magic and all that. Stop. Like, yeah. he's just over the top, and I love it. What's your second one? Um, I think this might be the hottest kiss in the entire show. Robin kissing Regina in the ball. That was, like, real hot. It was aggressive. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> hot. Well, it's funny because, like, she looks surprised. Yep. And he, like, basically is like, this is happening, and I don't care. And she's like... No! No! <laughs> Roger is um, clamoring, clugging himself. Yeah. It's like the, the when no is a lie. Um, two dozen times you've told me this story. Proceeds to tell the story. Two dozen and one times you've told me this. I just love Will's like, oh, fucking here we go. Yeah. Me too. That's a good one. I yeah. like it. I have two ridiculous moments. I do also. I have one is a moment and one is a concept. Mine is also one of the moments. <laughs> Snow snapping at Emma. Oh, that's a good one. I should have done that. Just out of character and ridiculous and nonsensical. And, like, I believe some... Like, 
Honestly, I would buy Henry snapping at Emma like that because he's not familiar with magic to that degree. But like, I don't buy the Snow White would be. It's enough. stupid. That's, that's dumb. Um, my co- concept is just like the general terrible line delivery and bad lines in this episode. Um, everything the blonde children say in the flashback terrible. Emma's delivery of they love me when she's angry. So stupid. Um, and Ingrid's you want, in short, what all villains want. Everything. Terrible delivery. Bad line. What's funny, though, <laughs> that seems like a line that Regina would say. I guess if she said it, maybe it wouldn't sound so yeah. ridiculous. Well, she said something similar in the past. That, like, I don't learn from my mistakes. I want everything. Well, I think I also was a little bit yeah. like, oh, she knows something I that Rumpel wants. What is she going to say? And I was like, everything. That's Blah. so lame. No, I agree with you on that one. Um, yeah. The... Normally, I'm just criticizing Jennifer Morrison's bad acting, but it's like Jennifer Morrison's acting is terrible. Who's the Ice Queen again? Uh, Elizabeth Mitchell. Horrible. The girls, and look, I don't love children actors. The, these ones are horrible. I don't even think the acting of like the three sisters when they get older gets any better. It's just horrible nonsense. It's just bad writing, bad acting, bad, 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 bad. 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 Um, this is more the concept. Her entire backstory, Ingrid's, is both convoluted stupid and a redo of Zelina's. It's just terrible. Yeah. This is all a fr- frozen story sucks. Like I'm not gonna lie. it's really bad, but like seeing the same beats that we just saw is really bad. I also something that the show loves to do, which in many ways is why I like it. They like to like give backstory to a villain so yeah. that you like feel something for sure. them. But we've done that so many times that I was, like, a little excited mm-hmm. for just, like, a bad person. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I just wanted a bad person. That's what made Neverland so great. Yeah. His backstory is, like, you fucking monster. <laughs> Everybody else's back, like, even I didn't, like, um, what's the story where we learn about Cora, Miller's daughter? Yeah. Miller's daughter is actually a good, like, sympathetic backstory, but you're also a monster. Yes. So, it's like, it does a good job of balancing that line. Besides those two, the other ones are just like. <sighs> well, well, and like I like. Greg's backstory was actually good. Yes, well, and like Regina, like obviously, I think her outsized reaction to <laughs> blaming this on Snow White is ridiculous. But they 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 put a lot of work in there to give her a lot of characterization. Like she has issues with her mom, she has issues with her dad. Cora's why like, her backstory works though. Yeah, because you know how much of a monster Cora is. Yeah. But, like, there's, I, like, I think that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we've made these villains in the gray. But, like, can I just have a villain? Can I just have one? That's the problem <laughs> with the show is that too often they want villains who are sympathetic. Yeah, that's fine every now and then. It's like if every villain gets redeemed, then what Regina's doing isn't special. That's what makes it so shocking is that villains don't go from here to here. Well, and I sort of, I guess we did get one in this episode, and her name is Gerda. She asked the rock trolls to erase an entire country's memories Including her own fucking father. Her mother has no memory of giving birth to two-thirds of her children. That's insane. Yeah, but that, that didn't feel like he was positioning her as a villain. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. No, but it is <laughs> nutty. It's, it's also, ridiculous. God, even that, the memory loss thing. Why are we constantly doing the memory loss thing over and over oh and over? God. It's the same trope. Like, let it go. I'm not just making a pun on the song. Like, just let honestly, let go. that shit go. Okay. Loser. I have two. I also have two. Is one of them Ingrid? Yep. Murdered your sister. Yeah, that's bad. And then got trapped in the urn. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. And, like... Also performance. To be so... Yes, also performance. And to be so broken that when someone attacks you... Yeah. And you defend yourself that you say, don't tell anyone. Yeah. I mean, she used her magic, which is what she was saying. But, yeah, it, it was just a bad... Bad scene in general. Like, her backstory was not... It didn't make me feel any sympathy for her, other than the trapped in the urn part. Yeah. Um, And then, obviously, murdering your own sister is pretty rough. Yeah, that's really bad. In the current day, she kind of gets what she wants. Yeah, she kind of gets what she wants, but I'm not sure... That is an override. I'm not really sure what she's doing. Mm -mm. So, I don't know. I don't know why she needs those ribbons, so... Who knows? Um, And she had to... She finally had... She finally had to go to Rumpel, which felt a little desperate... Yeah, it felt like a concession of weakness. Yeah, because especially because how many times? Because I fe- I felt like he was he was being 
weird mm-hmm. going to her so many times. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he he wants something. Um, and the thing that she had wasn't even a thing that he wanted, I guess. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. The thing that she had wasn't a thing that he knew that she had. No, he didn't. So I don't really understand. I don't understand that. Yeah, the dynamic <laughs> seems to have shifted. Because, yeah, you're right. At first, he was kind of like trying to get leverage. And yeah. she even calls out, you don't have anything I want. Then he threatens her with the hat. Yeah. Which is okay. That makes that's a rumple thing. Well, and she knew that he had those ribbons the whole time. I don't know. I don't know. But apparently now she needed them, but before <sighs> she didn't need them? But know. she would have needed them the whole time. He always had leverage then. Yeah. I almost chose Emma as my second loser. I user. absolutely chose Emma. As I, I mean, I think there's a slightly more obvious one, which is Helga. She she died. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would grant you that if I gave a shit about yeah, her. Yeah, that's fair. I think Emma's loss long term is much worse. From like a, it's stupid and it's bad characterization. But I've never once seen her family look at her the way that they now I'm supposed to be positioned. Yeah, that's true. Which is why I think it's a lot. Especially for, I like, think that's fair. found family is a big thing for Emma. Like, that. That's the thing that we've always said that, you know, that's what, that wasn't that what Snowdrift was all about? Her finding the family that she never had and she got to, and then now it's just washed away? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really I stupid. Know. Really stupid. I have two winners. I just have one. Oh, interesting. I actually had a hard time picking someone. Um, but my first, well, my only one is Rumpel. Oh, that's not who I thought you were going to choose. Um, really? I I almost didn't choose him because I don't know what he learned. But well, we I know just, what he learned made him happy. Yes. Um, he also beat the Snow Queen. Yep. So that's I mean he 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 got he's been looking for a thing and he got what he wanted and she came to him. Yep. I am shocked that's your only winner. Just yeah. another winner. She got the boy. She got the boy. Regina. Oh. That's a win. That's a huge win. I... She got the boy. He chose her. I don't... He didn't say that, though. I, like, I'm worried. Yes, I'm... he did. What did he say? He, he, like, specifically comes... And he's like, I've lived by a code and all of those things. All he says is, today is not one of those days. Yeah, but the, we know that he's... When he, they had that conversation... It's a callback to the previous conversation about, I live my life with a code. He yeah. only chose Marin because of the code. Unless you're thinking this is like a one-night stand. Yeah. That's not Robin. We know for a fact I, that he chose Robin. I don't know. I mean, if if she really did get the get the boy, she then got the winner. Boy. Yeah. Winner, winner, chance. It would, it would be very, very out of character. for Based on how, like, the conversation that he had with Will... Where Will basically says, if you found true love, it's worth ruining your life over. And then he immediately makes the decision afterwards. That was the choice he made. Based on at least how they set it up. In okay, life. that's fair. Yeah. And also, like, the other thing I think that's an important piece. So even just outside of that, you brought this up about um, with Henry. The next time a happy ending knocks on the door. No, that's fair. That's very like, good. But she's finally accepted that, like, even though a bad thing happened to me, I'm going to be ready the next time. The old Regina would not have reacted no. that way. Like, yeah. she's come a long way. I think that's fair. So. All right. You convinced me I'm a loser and a winner. Good job. Woohoo! Who's your second one? Rumpel. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. I, um, I also put question mark about him, and then I was like, well, I don't know what he got, but he knows what he yeah, got. Which and he's he in this seems episode, happy he about got it. it. He seems delighted. Yeah. Um,. I also think spending time with Henry is kind of cool for him because obviously yeah. it's a connection to his son. Totally. It does feel like he's setting himself up for a big fall at some point, but we'll deal with that when we get there. Yeah, it, what's also odd is that Rumpel was only in this episode for five minutes, it felt like. Yeah. He I mean, was... he shows up briefly in the backstory, shows up briefly in the current story, and yet he seems to be the only one going forward. Yeah. Which is very weird. Yeah. What, the f- what are the rest of the characters doing? What happened to Snow Mare? I don't know. Yeah. Disappointing. David isn't even sheriffing in this episode. Yeah, like... Elsa's the deputy sheriff. <laughs> what is this? Um, I almost put Belle, just because she felt kind of useful this episode, but not enough Belle. All right, so the next episode is Smash the Mirror Part 1. What are you looking forward to? Being close to the end. Mm-hmm. This episode, the only thing I want to know from this episode is what did Rumpel learn? Yeah, that's the thing I want to know. And Regina and Robin. Oh yeah, I want to know that too. That's it. And the book stuff, but I don't but know. we didn't talk about the book enough. I mean, yeah, we, we, we showed her flipping through it, yeah. but it seems like we dropped that plot strangely. Oh, fair. And let's get the hell out of this. Like, I just, I, I'm so ready to be done. You know, for you know, like think about the seasons that we've been excited for. This is about the part where you start to be like, ooh, 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 like we're coming to the conclusion, and I'm just like desperately, just can we get to the finish line already? Yeah. It's. 
Boy, the recap is going to be something. This well, is another bottom five episode for me. So that's three of the last, like, yeah. six, I think. Well, please be sure to join us next time when we watch season four, episode eight, Smash the Mirror, part one. Seven down, four to go. I'm almost done. Actually, five. Remember, we, we figured Shit! out. Shit! But I think the last one is more of a setup for the for 4B than a, than a conclusion of 4A. So. I mean, the Frozen story is concluded by that point, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm just going to say four down. Okay. See you next time.